welcome back to Full Focus Entrepreneur from the Emerald Office. Today, it is just you and me hanging out. We are going to be talking about quarterly focuses and in particular, how that applies to your goal setting that a lot of you are doing now in January. So we've got a lot to cover and I'm going to dive right in. This year, I have changed the way that I set goals with my clients. And that is uh, also reflected in the way I set goals for myself. And I want to share with you guys a little bit of that shift and why I've chosen to make this shift and what it looks like so that you can take a look at the goals that you set for this year, if you have already, or set goals if you have not yet, that are going to be really, really effective. And I can't lay claim that this system is entirely my own invention. You know, the idea of quarters has existed for a long time. Uh, You know, it's just splitting your year up into three sets of four months, no, four sets of three months, and then taking that, those smaller chunks as the way that you plan things and make decisions in your business. Large corporations do this all the time. Quarters are the way that they focus on, you know, reaching a quarter of their yearly sales goal in each quarter getting certain projects done in each quarter. And what I've had each of my clients do and what I encourage you to do is to choose an area to focus on for each quarter of this coming year. And when I call it, when I say an area, they're what we call in the Emerald office a facet, a facet of your life. Now your business is only going to be one of those facets. Or you might choose to have facets for your life and facets for your business and attack a facet for life and a facet for business in each quarter, or you can just have one quarter be focused on the facet of your world that is your business. So first things first, you got to choose your facets. And there's lots and lots of ways to choose them. The sort of basic, super easy one is work, love, play, and health. Work would, of course, include your business. And those are kind of big overall categories that most of the activities, most of the goals that you have in your life are going to fit into, right? If you have goals about the kind of parent you want to be or, you know, the way you want your home to function, those are probably going to be under love. If you have goals about hobbies you want to take on or uh, books you want to read, that would be under play. Work is going to be everything from a J-O-B to a side hustle to your full-time business and anything that you want to get done in that arena. And then health is, of course, going to be taking care of yourself, self-care, physical, mental, emotional well-being. Those are super generic facets, uh, but they work pretty well for most people. I personally don't use them. I have a more nuanced approach. I do it by order of magnitude. So I have a facet of my life that is self. I have a facet of my life that is family. I have a facet that is community. And then I have the facet that is world, which is the impact that I'm hoping to create through my work. And my goals throughout the year all get sort of categorized underneath each one of these facets. When I mapped out my year, I then chose a quarter that I was going to focus on each of those areas. So let me explain first why I did that. Why is it important that you narrow your focus in to just a quarter at a time, just three months at a time? I'm having all of my clients do that for several reasons. The first actually goes to a Gretchen Rubin quote that I'm going to read to you that she actually said in relation to your day, but I think it 
obviously applies. You can directly see the correlation to applying to your year. She said, instead of feeling you've blown the day and thinking I'll get back on track tomorrow, try thinking of each day as a set of four quarters, morning, midday, afternoon, evening. If you blow one quarter, you get back on track for the next quarter. Fail small, not big. Similarly, over the course of your year, it can be so easy, you know, this is coming out late January. It can be so easy that if you said you were going to completely cut out processed sugar in 2022 and you've already had three donuts, it can be really easy for you to be like, Psh, I failed, it's over, can't cut out processed sugar, I didn't do it, I'll try again next year. And then you've got the whole rest of the year that you just waste that time. So instead, Having a single area of your life that you're focusing on in each quarter, you get like a fresh start at the beginning of the quarter. You get to shift your focus away from where you were focusing and really hone in on a fresh start. We get four fresh starts in a year instead of just one big one in January. The second thing that this helps us do is it helps us to balance our priorities. People often will come to me and they'll say, you know, Elizabeth, I really feel like this is the year in my business, but I also need this to be the year in my marriage or in my health. I need to lose 20 pounds or my doctor is going to give me some really bad news. So they say, you know, how am I, how do I have a year that I rock it in business and I finally get in shape? How do I have a year where I am fully present for my children and I reach six figures? And that is what this quarterly focus paradigm is going to help us to do. We are going to have a facet that we are focusing on for each quarter. And that way, each of those key areas of our lives will get its own dedicated time for growth, dedicated time for setup, dedicated time to really nail down, particularly habit-wise, the things that we want to make progress on in this year. So many of the goals that people set in a year are going to require daily or weekly recurring action. If you come to me and you tell me that you want to make six figures or you want to fill a program to the top, sell out in two days, then that's going to require that you are daily showing up for your market and expanding your reach and expanding your list and getting people hungry for what you buy so that when you launch it, it sells out really quickly, right? Concert tickets don't sell out quickly because of, you know, voodoo. They sell out because there is demand, because there are people who are aware that those tickets are going to go on sale and they are waiting for that to drop. So you need to be setting aside time to create the habit of showing up on media outlets, showing up on other people's blogs, on other people's podcasts, of showing up in networking, of showing up on your own stages, on your own website through native content or videos or blogs. Those are all kinds of content. That is a habit. And so when you have the facet of your life where you are, or the corner of your life that you're focusing on the facet of business, you would implement those habits. We'll talk more. Obviously, if you implement a habit in first quarter, we are going to carry it through the other quarters. I'm not sitting here saying that if this is the month that I'm focusing on my, or the quarter that I'm focusing on my business, that I'm like not going to talk to my husband because it's not his quarter. That's not what I'm saying at all. But it's 
being able to know that you are setting aside time for each of the four core priority areas of your life, and you're not going to neglect one of them or neglect three of them throughout the whole year because you're just pursuing one goal in one area of your life. The other thing that this does is it helps us because humans are really only able to focus on one thing at a time. Over and over, studies have shown that multitasking does not actually work. Multitasking is just doing multiple things poorly. And I kept hearing this this theory that you could only really focus on one goal at a time, that you could only really make one thing happen at once. And while I definitely believe that single tasking, doing a single task at at a single point in time is powerful and the only way to actually get things done, I wasn't willing to apply that to my whole year. I wasn't willing to say that 2022 was the year that I did one thing because I have a lot of things that I want to happen in my life. I want to be a present and energetic and loving mother to my daughter. I want to be a fun and supportive wife. I want to be a good cook. I want to be an amazing coach and business owner. I want to be a great daughter and sister and friend. I want to be a really well-read person. And I'm not willing to put all those on the back burner to pursue just one of those things. Having these quarterly focuses is a way to focus on one thing at a time and still get more things done in a year. If I'm only focusing on one area in each quarter, I can nail out all of the projects in that area. I can initiate and solidify the habits in that area. And I can dig it in deep and make the goals in that area happen. And then at the end of the quarter, I can move on to the next one thing. So at the end of the year, I've I've accomplished four big things as opposed to one thing. The last thing that this does is called shrinking the container. And I've talked about this a lot in terms of time management. My members know there's a whole training about this concept of shrinking the container. And you can email me if you want to hear more about this. But the briefest way to explain it is that when you have something to do, you will do it in the amount of time you give yourself. How many of you, thinking back on college or even high school, wrote a 20-page paper in the day before it was due, even though you had three weeks to write it? We will get it done in the amount of time we allot to ourselves. So if I'm allotting the whole freaking year to myself to reach a certain financial goal or to reach a certain number of books read or clients in my membership program, I'm not going to get there as efficiently as I could. And if I say, well, I'm going to work my way up to 40 members in my membership program, and then I'm going to work on something else as soon as I finish this first goal, I'm never getting to the second goal. I have given myself way too big a container. And so when we tell ourselves, I have just this quarter to get as much done in my business, to make as much money, to get as many members, to sell as many contracts as possible. Because after that, I'm not focusing on that. Sure, sales will come in. Sure, people will discover me through the habits that I've put in place. But I'm not going to be focusing on this anymore. When I know that, I've shrunk the container. I know that I have to get as much done as physically possible in my business in this quarter. 
Same about your life. If you say you want to read 100 books this year, I have bad news about how many books you're going to have read by September. Most people will like cram at the end. But if I say I want to read 100 books this year and second quarter is the quarter that I'm focusing on my hobbies or the quarter that I'm focusing on myself, So I want to read 50 books in that quarter. And then the other 50 books will happen throughout the year. The other 50 books, you know, it's it's not about completing necessarily, but really, really getting a solid start. That is going to allow you to actually reach that goal and to have time to reach your other goals because you're not procrastinating that first goal. Having a quarterly focus allows us to have these great starting points in our year, these refreshes, these chances to get back on track. Because how often have you said, I'm going to work on this. And once I hit X number of revenue, or once I hit X number of pounds, then I'm going to become the friend and spouse and neighbor that I want to be. But first, I got to I gotta just get this all done. And by the end of the year, you still haven't completed your first goal, because you gave yourself the whole year to do it. And as a result, you haven't gotten any other things done that you wanted to do. You haven't shown up in all the areas of life that you want to show up in. Having quarterly focuses keeps you on track. It keeps you focused. It allows you to focus on one thing at a time and actually get that thing done because you don't have this expanse of time. It is down to the wire to get those things completed during that quarter. And then you can ride out the rest of the year on the habits that you've put in place. I want to talk a little bit more about these habits because I can hear some of you kind of grumbling in the background. Like, I can't just work on my business for a quarter. I have to work on my business all year long. Yes and no. Obviously, you will still be working in your business. You will still be delivering the product or service that you sell. Duh. That happens all the time. However, you don't need to be building your business in terms of projects all year round. Most of us created businesses because we wanted to have the flexibility to live our lives in a certain way. And so having really clearly in your head that these are some projects that you want to complete. These are some things you want to prep for. These are some groundwork that needs to be laid in this quarter. And then those launches can happen later. And those those rollouts aren't all going to be in that quarter. Here's a, here's a life example to help you visualize this. I had someone who came on my retreat. We were talking about which quarter should be assigned to which facet of her life. And she said, well, I'm running the marathon. That's my goal to run a marathon this year. I'm running the marathon in October. So do I make quarter four my health goal month or goal quarter? And I said, absolutely not. Because here's the thing. If I'm going to run, if she's going to run, I'm not going to run anything. If she's going to run a marathon in October, then she needs to be training April, May, June, July, August, September. And so she needs to be implementing the training habit in second quarter at the latest. Yes, the actual accomplishment of the goal is going to happen in October. But the groundwork, the finding a training plan, the getting the right sneakers, the signing up for the race, the you know figuring out a training buddy and accountability and creating the habit and 
actually putting in the work to start training for a marathon. That is what the goals are. Like those are the actions. That is what she needs to dedicate a quarter to. So you aren't just saying I'm only working for three months of the year and then I'm taking vacation the rest of the year so I can work on the other facets of my life. The quarter that you focus on a facet is the quarter that you dig it in deep, that you narrow your focus, that you truly commit to creating the things that you need to carry through that area of your life for the rest of the year. And what you choose to do first, second, third, fourth quarter, it has nothing to do with prioritization. For example, this woman, her health is very important to her, but she's not doing it until second quarter because that's when it makes sense for her life. There will be things that are top priority for you that don't necessarily have to happen first quarter. First quarter isn't about what is most important. First quarter is about what's most timely. What area of your life needs some focus before you will have the space to focus on other things? I have another client who is focusing on their home in first quarter. And it's not because their home is the most important. It's because they just moved and getting everything unpacked and set up and decorated so that they have a space that they enjoy so that they aren't tripping over things. That is going to give them the physical, mental, emotional space to work on their business, to work on their health, to work on their relationships in subsequent quarters. The quarterly system is designed to help you in really fulfilling all the areas of your life and not just letting something atrophy, not letting something die because you have a business to build or you have you know, toddlers or whatever, any of these things that can be so all-consuming. We don't want any dimension of who you are and who you want to be and the world that you're building for yourself to be pushed totally off to the wayside. So this is my recommendation. Take time to think about what the key areas of your life are. And then if you already have goals in those areas, start to look at how you could map them onto a year so that you have one area of your life that you're focusing on at a time. One area of your life that is getting all the TLC, that you're checking off to-do list items, that you are putting in place the key habits that move things forward. That system is going to allow you to balance your priorities, get more done in less time, accomplish more goals this year than any year before, and not fall into the trap of, I blew it, it's over, I'm done for this year. I truly hope that this paradigm around goal setting is helpful to you. Obviously, I would love for you to reach out if you have any questions or if you would like to get in on the personal study version of the goal setting retreat where I went in depth over four days on this concept. You can do that retreat anytime by yourself and I will be there to support you. So if you have not yet set goals or you set goals, but you don't feel like they are actually goals that you can meet, that you have a plan in place for that are going to be useful and productive for you, please do not hesitate to reach out and we will get you set up with a set of goals that is actually going to happen in 2022, that is actually going to lead you directly and inexorably towards the life that you have always wanted for yourself. Thank you for spending your time with me, Elizabeth Tolis, here in the Emerald office. If you want to hear, watch, read, and learn more about entrepreneurship, focus, and living a life of impact, I invite you to check out Full Focus Entrepreneur where I coach small business owners to be more effective, more organized, more profitable, and more impactful.
if you're interested in listening to more of me talking to myself and others, please check out The Emerald Office, where all the episodes for all of my podcasts can be found. Both The Emerald Office and Full Focus Entrepreneur, as well as my social media and the show notes, can be most easily found at elizabethtolis.com. And I want to especially thank Eric Tolis, who made the sweet backtrack you're listening to now, and Maria Carius, who made the beautiful artwork that graces this podcast's cover. A link to all of Maria's art can be found in the show notes.